Hey, you amazing person, you. Welcome back to another episode of Woman Behind the Lens. This podcast is dedicated to inspiring, empowering, and educating the woman God has called to get behind the lens and boldly produce stories that will impact the world. Think of it this way. God has already greenlit your movie. So think of me as your producing partner, helping you get the job done. I'm your host, award-winning actress, filmmaker, and community advocate, DJ Renuka. I'm so glad you're here. Let's start the show. Hey, you amazing person. You, welcome back to another episode of Woman Behind the Lens. In the last episode, I talked about the genre of filmmaking that I'm involved in, and I shared a little bit about my story of how I got involved in that particular area of filmmaking. So if you're interested in social impact entertainment and my story of how I got involved, you can go back and check out part one. Today in part two of how to make an impact with your film, I'm going to talk more about the step-by-step, like nitty-gritty ways that film actually makes an impact. Now, I've been really researching this for a couple of years now, trying to figure out how film actually makes an impact. Yeah, we can say it does, we can hypothesize, we can, you know, see different things happening, but how do we actually know, like, what are the, the, the pieces of impact? And maybe I'm just a nerd, maybe I'm the only one who wants to know, but I just wanted to know if I'm going to go into this field. I want to know how this actually works. So today I want to share with you five reasons or five ways that compelling stories actually make change. These days, everyone and their neighbors are interested to understand how stories can impact their businesses, their sermons, their brands, their personal brands. But did you know the reasons why compelling stories actually create change? So as I said earlier, as a filmmaker, I've been very intrigued as to the why, because you will see some of the greatest leaders in history use story to create change. So we know it creates change, but how does the medium of film or entertainment actually do it. So number one, compelling stories create change by helping us focus. Did you know the average person floats off to La La Land and has daydreams over 2,000 times a day? Like over 2,000 times a day, 7 billion people are flying off to La La Land. But did you know as you're listening to a story, our trips to La La Land actually go down to zero? Not only does focus improve, but memory also improves. Interestingly, the same part of the brain that deals with memory is the same part that is where our imagination happens. Number two, compelling stories connect us to the storyteller. Did you know that when we study functional MRIs, that's an MRI when the brain is functioning and doing an activity, more parts of the brain are highlighted when listening to a story than when listening to factual content. For example, the sky is blue, the trees are green, the grass is green, the water is blue, except when there's pollution. Or how about this? Once upon a time, there was a little girl that lived in the sky, and she looked down past the white clouds, past the blue sky, down to the green trees and the green earth, and she wondered, what if I went down there? So one day she decided to sneak away and travel down to the earth. And you know what happened? You were interested, weren't you? You wanted to know what happened, right? 
Well, at least maybe you did more than the facts that I was giving you, right? So that was just an example of how we can get a little bit more engaged. And you know this. I mean, you've been in school, you've listened to facts, and you've had that one teacher that's always telling you stories and really getting you engaged in the content. So you, you know what I'm talking about. You know it's true. We didn't need a functional MRI to tell us, but, you know, it's always good to have data. Number three, compelling stories connect us to each other. Did you know that listening to story can change the brain's chemistry? When you're listening to a story, the brain releases oxytocin. Oxytocin is responsible for the feelings of generosity, compassion, trustworthiness, sensitivity, and empathy, and even more sensitivity to social cues. I'm going to read this next part. The findings shown indicate that during successful communication, speakers' and listeners' brains exhibit joint, temporarily coupled response patterns. So, for example, think about when you're in a movie, like pre-COVID, with a couple hundred people, and the movie is really funny, and there's just something amazing happening, and everyone's laughing together, and everyone's like ooing and aahing together and you're actually kind of building connection with the people in the audience because you're releasing oxytocin. So when you leave that audience, you leave that movie, and you're looking over to the next person, you kind of like, yeah, you know, that was so funny. What do you think about this or that? Like, there's something where you feel more open to engaging with the other person. Granted, they weren't, like, on their cell phone and annoying you or anything, but, you know, you feel like you, have, you guys have a shared experience. And also, for example, if you meet someone that loves a TV show that you love or something like that, you've, you have this shared experience. I have two favorite TV shows. One is Jane the Virgin. So if I meet someone who loves Jane the Virgin, immediately we can talk. Some of my teenage daughter's friends, like they like Jane the Virgin too, and I'm like, oh my gosh, do you like this part? And you know, they're a teen and I'm grown, but we both love the show. And so it's a great way to even like connect with some people, some youth that I wouldn't normally connect with and maybe have a conversation about something important, like one of the issues that they deal with in the movie, like being a second generation or third generation immigrant. Another one of my favorite shows is The Handmaiden's Tale, and my trainer loves The Handmaiden's Tale, and she's a young white woman in her 20s, and I'm not, but when we connect and we talk, when we get going about The Handmaiden's Tale, ooh, child, we have a good time. I don't know what Jane the Virgin and The Handmaiden's Tale have in common, but yes, I do. They are two strong women that overcome a lot and galvanize the people around that they love towards their goals. And yeah, I think that's something they definitely have in common, even though they're two very different shows. But you should check them out because they're both really good. I would say connecting with the storyteller is also very important and building empathy because you will connect with the story that you see on screen even if it's somebody that you are living a completely different life from. For example, if I see a movie about a transgendered white male in his 20s and I'm watching the show and I'm watching the movie and I'm getting involved with the story, I'm starting to understand what it feels like to want to be your whole self all the time. and and you want to be accepted for being your whole self. Like, I think all of us can relate to that. So whether or not you agree or can relate to what you're seeing, building empathy is always, always a good thing for every human being.
Number four, compelling film prepares us for compassionate conversation. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about a study by some psychologists named Waldman and Newberg. After participating in an engaging story together, we're ready and primed for compassionate communication. And it refers to a type of communication which encourages respect and sincerity towards one another. And before, like I said, when you have that shared experience and all of a sudden, maybe a whole group of people that don't know each other are watching a film and they're relating to the character's journey of trying to reach their dreams and not listen to the naysayers and having to deal with all of these obstacles with family and money and jobs and the pandemic you know all of us begin to kind of open up within ourselves like oh man like I can relate to that and then when you're done you're kind of primed for this compassionate conversation because you're like oh they went through it I'm going through it we can relate and talk and have compassion for each other number five compelling stories motivate us to take action seeing an engaging story and getting involved in compassionate conversation, it doesn't have to be the end. Did you know that stories can affect behavior? Pioneer neuroeconomist Dr. Paul Zak has shown that people are far more likely to donate to a cause after viewing an emotionally impactful story. Movements start with one impactful conversation that impacts one person at a time, and then another person and then a group of people, and then a community, and then a society. You know, it's really getting that idea from one heartbeat to the next. And all of a sudden you see people taking action. And you know you've seen it this past year in 2020 with Black Lives Matter. It rippled around the world when George Floyd was murdered. People all over the world, different ethnic backgrounds, different countries are marching and saying we have to stop this systemic racism. We have to stop. We have to make a change. And that started because someone was able to uh, record what was happening and share that with the world. And we were all really impacted in different ways, depending on your background and your experience. There are different levels and different ways that we were all impacted, but you know it was a ripple heard around the world. And maybe you can think of another film or movie or TV show that's really impacted you a little bit more than just watching it and being impacted, a little bit more than having a conversation, but really kind of like, I'm going to change how I look at something. I'm going to change how I react to something. You know, those are the types of works that I strive to create. And I'm striving to learn how to take it off the screen and out of the screening room and into real life. That's my goal with film. So now that you know how film creates the conditions for social change, you might be wondering, well, how do you lead people into that change? So in the next episode, I'll be sharing how impact producers create campaigns alongside the film releases to really galvanize all that knowledge and energy that was given in the film and invites the audience to actually go out and make the world a better place. Thanks so much for watching today. I hope that this was helpful to you. Uh, leave your comments down below. I'd love to answer any questions or hear how you are making change with your stories. I'll talk to you later. Bye. 
This episode is brought to you by Blue House Entertainment. Blue House Entertainment is a social impact entertainment company dedicated to telling diverse stories that facilitate heart-changing conversation to elevate our culture to a more equitable, inclusive, and empathetic society. If you want more information on how to work with Blue House Entertainment, head over to thebluehouse.co. I'm DJ Renuka, and I'll see you on the red carpet.